Hey everyone, and welcome back to Beauty Travel and Sophistication. I am your host, God's Masterpiece 22. I hope that everyone is having a fabulous Sunday. Today is August 4th, the first Sunday in the month of August. That is crazy. We literally have four months left until 2019 is over with. Like, where did time go? Literally, I remember January of this year, I had just arrived back in the United States and now I feel like it's almost going to be a year since I've been back on U.S. soil. Like, wow, this is crazy. But nevertheless, today is going to be a new segment. And we're going to be talking about pet peeves, y'all. We all have a pet peeve. Every single one of us. You cannot tell me that you are going to tell me that you don't have a pet peeve. Now, you probably would tell me you don't have a pet peeve if you didn't know what a pet peeve was. So I'm going to give you the definition of what a pet peeve is. See how many times I don't mention pet peeve so many times? A pet peeve is an annoyance that strikes a... Let's try it again. A pet peeve is an annoyance that strikes a specific nerve. So probably half of you guys that were listening already was like, how many times is she going to say the word pet peeve? That probably is annoying you right now. That would probably be your pet peeve. I can't stand how many times God's Masterpiece 22 is saying pet peeve. All right, we get it. Continue. All right, I will. So my first pet peeve that irks my soul, my soul, my well-being is when it comes to driving. I'm a very comfortable driver. I like to say that uh, I'm very precious cargo, you know, and I'm in this car and I want to get to my destination on time and in one piece. Meaning my arms are still attached, my legs are still attached, my fingernails, my toenails, everything is still attached. The way I left is the way I am seen when I go out. I don't have people saying, God's masterpiece, 22, what happened? Is that you? You look a little different. So the first thing is when someone is right behind your tail, you know, the word called tailgating and they move over a lane, right? Because now they realize that you're not driving any faster than the speed limit. Cause I'm one of those that like obeys the speed limit. Unless I'm really in a rush, then I may go like five, 10 miles over, but I'm constantly checking to make sure there are no cops around. So they're right behind you, right? Then they get over to the next lane. They're speeding and the light turns red. We both know we're not going anywhere. What is your rush? And I literally get to them, see who's in the car. And I'm like, you're not going to get there any faster than me because literally the light just turned red and the next light's going to turn red before you even be able, before you're able to pass it. And the next light after that. And it's funny to me because we feel that if they speed, they're going to get there faster. Sometimes you just know the lights wherever you live and you know, like, Hey, this light is about to turn. I know that that light is going to turn right after. So that person is not going to be able to make it. So I find it so comical, but I cannot stand it when people are just rushing to get to a destination when the light is about to turn red, like just stop, relax. You're late. Nothing's going to change. You should have left earlier from your home to get to the place that you need to get to on time. I can't stand either when someone is driving right behind you, right? They're tailgating you. You guys are going to the same place. Maybe you're going to work. Maybe you're going to the same event and you get there, right? They speed super quick, right? They pass you. You see, they already made it probably like two lights past you. You get to the parking lot or sometimes you're right behind them and they don't get out their car and you trying to figure out like she was so quick to race to speed to get to this destination but now you can't reveal yourself i want to see who you are 
Who was a person that was in such a rush that they had to tailgate me, then go around me, and then we get to the same parking lot, and now you can't get out the car? What was the rush for? I want to know. I want to see who you look like. Can't stand that. That's another pet peeve that just irks my soul. Another pet peeve, this is number three, is dishes in the sink, especially if it's been there for like days. So story time. I was attending one of the best HBCUs of all times, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, better known as FAMU. Anyways, I was living in uh, an apartment off, off base. Oh my goodness. I was living in an apartment uh, townhome, excuse me, uh, off campus. And I had three other roommates and one of my roommates, I think, no, I think two of them were just filthy dirty. You would be surprised of how so many females are so dirty and I'm not calling every female out, but there are some, and there were dishes left in the sink for about three days. You know, the smell starts to occur from the dishes not being washed. You're like, I shouldn't be living in a place where it smells. So I go up to the chick I didn't know her because I didn't talk to her. I go to the one chick that the dishes were in the sink for. And I was like, hey, just want to let you know like you got dishes in the sink. And, you know, just want to make sure that she was going to wash them at some point. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know. And that was it. I think that day, though, she did end up washing the dishes. But it was like, well, why did I have to come to you and tell you about that? You were the last person to do dishes or I mean to, 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 to cook. Just wash the dishes right after. Why does somebody have to tell you about the chore that you created for yourself? Like, come on. Couldn't stand that. It irked my soul just to see how many times people would just leave dishes in the sink, don't even clean them after themselves. I'm like, come on. The least you can do is clean up behind you. You got three other roommates in here. You don't live by yourself. And if you did live by yourself... I would never come over. You know what I mean? Like, come on, just clean up yourself. I'm more, I'm very tidy and I'm very neat and I'm very clean. And I just don't like junk and like a mess. Like it bothers me. So yeah, that irks my living soul. The next one, number, what what number am I on? Oh, I'm on number four. This goes back to driving. Oh, I know a lot of y'all can relate. When you don't use the turning signals. Now, if some of you guys are listening to this and you don't use the turning signals, shame on you. Shame on you. I cannot stand y'all. Oh, because I could have been turned, but because you didn't have your flashes on to tell me which way you were going. Now I'm waiting. And then as I'm waiting to turn, then you turn. And I'm like, so if I would have known that about, I don't know, a few feet away, maybe I could have, you know, turned But I didn't know that you were turning. I thought you were still going straight. I cannot stand that. And the worst thing is when you turn after they're turning, they're looking at you like, oh, so (laughs) you know I was going to turn. I guess you do now. It's so annoying. It irks my soul. But I'm just like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. You know what else I cannot stand? So when you, there's a four-way stop, you know you got there before the next person did and they still go before you. Don't even look at you because they know they're in the wrong but because they're so impatient, impaciente, they just continue to just go off and you're like, really, really? Why are you so impatient? You know you didn't get there before me but yet you're still gonna just act like you did. You're, you don't even stop at a stop sign. You roll to a stop sign and just keep it moving. Like, you're rude. 
and you're wrong and you're not obeying the traffic laws. Like, come on. So anyways, for some of you guys don't know, impaciente just means impatient in Spanish. So yeah, I'm a little bit hyped because that one does get to me. You know what I mean? But I just will be like, you know what? It is what it is. Don't even work your blood pressure so high because this person decided to just go in front of you. Just don't even worry about it. It ain't even worth it. You are still going to get to your destination. They're still going to get to their destination. So it is what it is. Okay. The next one. Oh, so I had a, oh, okay. Well, no, we're not going to say that. Okay. The next one. This irks my soul. This one irks my soul. I know all of them irk me already, but this one is like at the top of the top of the list. I don't even know why this one wasn't even number one, but this is it. Not folding your napkin after you wipe your mouth after eating a bite to eat. Now you may say, what, what do you mean? So I have someone, I have a friend and I actually had to tell him this. And I was like, why do I have to tell you this? And you know, I'm a friend that I'm gonna tell you and would be honest with you if I really, really feel like you need to work on this. So we're eating, right? And he takes the napkin, wipes his mouth, and then just put the napkin down, right? I get it. You're supposed to put the napkin back down, but here's the thing. On the napkin, I'm now seeing your leftovers from your mouth on the napkin. My thing is fold the napkin so I don't have to see your leftovers. I don't want to see any of that extra residue lying on the napkin and the napkin's facing me with that residue saying, hello, how are you? I don't want to see that. You need to close that. I just thought that was a common sense thing, but everything ain't common nowadays. Some people don't realize that. And when I talked to him about it, he said he didn't even see it as a problem. What do you mean you don't see it as a problem? That is a huge problem. Like that is gross. I was like, listen, you go on a date with a girl and you drop the girl back off and you do that while you're out at the date. I'm just letting you know, do not expect a phone call back from her because she ain't giving you one. That is gross. It's just that whole like etiquette. You know, when you go out to eat, there's just certain things that you just don't do. And that's one of them that you just don't do. You fold the napkin. You do not put the napkin face back, you know, the way how you, where all your residue is showing. I'm gonna need for you to get that together. I told him he started to change, but I think he went back to his ways, y'all. I don't know what to do. I think he's kind of a lost cause right now, and I feel so bad. But hey, thing is I told him, and now it's up to him to make that change, right? We can't change for people. People have to change for themselves. So, yes. Ooh, my next one is double dipping, right? So I had a friend of mine who, she didn't care. She didn't understand what the issue was. I'm like, what do you mean? So when you're out in public at a restaurant, you know what? Even if you're out, even if you're like in your own home, right? Let's talk about mozzarella sticks, right? So I'm right now I'm on this really healthy diet. So I've been two weeks doing amazing, gracias a Dios, which means thank you, Lord, in Spanish. I've been doing really good. It's been two weeks. And I'm still doing strong with eating healthy and drinking lots of water. But, you know, a few months ago, I wasn't like that. I was eating everything under the sun that was good and unhealthy, right? Because unhealthy food is actually really good. Until you start realizing, like, listen, eating it every other day is not the best. So we're going to talk about some delicious mozzarella sticks. Arby's, that food chain, has some of the best mozzarella sticks and mozzarella sauce. So... One day, me and my friend, we were out eating, and I think we we're eating chips and salsa. No, 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 it wasn't that because I don't really do chips and salsa. It had to be chips and like a spinach cheese dip, right? And so she was like double dipping from the same nacho she had just ate from. I just don't think that's right. I don't think it's right either if you're double dipping when it comes to mozzarella sticks. You don't eat the whole mozzarella. Let's say you eat half the mozzarella stick, right? Or you take a bite. No, 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 scratch that, rewind. Okay, you take the mozzarella stick, right? You dip it in the sauce. 
then you put it in your mouth. You still have an extra piece of the mozzarella stick and then you dip that part into the mozzarella sauce as well. That's what's called double dipping, you know? And it's not cute because the thing is, when you took the first bite of the mozzarella stick with the marinara sauce on it, your mouth has now been encountered with the mozzarella stick and marinara sauce. And also your saliva is on that as well. And then you wanna dip the other half of the mozzarella stick back into the mozzarella sauce so now there's germs being spread. People don't understand that, but I'm going to let them know that this is what needs to be done. So what I do when I go to a restaurant, I ask for my own separate dipping sauce because I just don't go that way. I don't flow that way where you're gonna double dip and I'm gonna double dip and it's all good. No, it's not. So yes, if you have that same experience, I'm sure you're shaking your head on your end saying, yes, girl, you ain't never lied because that is the truth.com. Anyways, next is oh this one's a huge one people who don't cover their mouth when they cough or sneeze i didn't think it was hard it's just simple etiquette cover your mouth after you sneeze or cough right don't just be you know coughing for the whole world to get your germs because listen here nobody wants your germs nobody's trying to get sick so let's help us both by you just covering your mouth whatever it takes right next is Ooh, this one's a good one. This is also about traffic. When you let the car in front of you out and they don't even say thank you. Really? Hashtag ungrateful. Like, I didn't even have to let you out. But the fact that I did, it's just nice to kind of get a little wave. Thank you so much for letting me out. It's just etiquette, right? And it's just polite for you to do it. Next is slow cashiers. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how many times I've been to Walmart. And I'll go to a, a cash, I'll go to like a register or a lane, excuse me, and it'll be like a, a really short lane. And then for some reason, when I get there, the lane decides to take eternity, uh, or the, no, the cash register lady um, takes forever ringing up people. But before, they, the line was flowing. All of a sudden, the line decides to kind of come to a halt, right? The person there that's probably cashing out decides they don't want something. Maybe then, you know, the, the, the register's lane light just starts, you know, flashing because now there's a problem. Or, you know, that, I don't know, maybe they're switching out cash register ladies or cash register gentlemen, I don't know, or workers, excuse me, and you're like, why the heck did I get in this lane? I thought it was gonna go smoothly and go fast, and now, 15 minutes later, I still haven't moved but one foot. Uh, freaking annoying. I cannot stand that. And it's happened to me time and time and time again. And I'm like, I should have just went in the checkout line. I should have went in the other lane. I don't know why I moved over. Oh my goodness. I was about to be done. Or so I thought. And it's always the worst when you have somewhere to be and you're already rushing and then you get stuck with that. It's always worse too when you are rushing to go somewhere and you have like a ton of cars that are driving mad slow. You're like, today is not the day. Why are you driving so slow? And then you're the one tailgating. But yeah, you're the one, but you know, I'm eating my own words. I don't like it when people do it, but when I'm in a rush, I kind of sort of do it sometimes. Shh, don't tell nobody. You know, so, uh, such a big pet peeve of mine. Another one is when you open the door for someone and they don't say thank you. Same thing when it comes to driving. You're just being nice, you're being polite, and they don't even say thank you. It's almost as if they expected you to hold the door open. Like, I'm not obligated to do this for you, but I chose to do it because I have a heart that is kind. That's what it is. And I always think about WWJD. What would Jesus do? He'd probably do the same thing, right? If someone does something bad to you, you just turn the other cheek and you forgive, right? 
Sometimes it's not that hard, not not that easy, excuse me, because sometimes the, fl- the flesh is weak, honey. Flesh gets weak and you're just like, listen, what you're not about to do, right? Then you change how you speak, right? Your diction changes. You're not speaking all proper. Now some of your words are like, you know, you ain't saying the whole word. You're saying half the word. Um, you know, you, you start to speak a little bit of a slang and all that type of stuff. True story. I remember I was working at this job, right? And it was dealing with kids, right? And this is back like when I was at my university or in, in college. And um, I was working with kids after school, right? I was like an after school teacher, um, yeah, after school teacher, whatever. And I remember there was a point where I was like, oh, I don't, I wouldn't mind being like a, a elementary school teacher. The kids are just so cute. They're adorable. Let me tell you guys, when I took that job, I was like, heck to the no. God's Masterpiece 22 will never be a elementary school teacher, a middle school teacher, or even a high school teacher. No, ma'am, will not, cannot do that. And I'll tell you why. So when I did it, where I did it for about a few months, and them kids, you got some kids that's just bad, just bad, 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 bad. You're like, where's your home training? And then you got kids that's just too needy. You just got a whole mix of different kids, right? Remember there was this one kid. He was adorable. Cutest little kid in the world. Okay, I'm lying. But he was adorable. He was adorable, little cute kid. And he had to do um, some homework. And he was like, hey, can you let me know? No, 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 my bad. He had to do homework, but he had to read. And he had to read for like 30 minutes. So he was like, can you like, you know, watch the time and make sure I'm not going over my 30 minute limit for reading the book? I said, sure, of course. About five minutes later, he stops me. Is it time yet? No, it's not time. You still got 25 more minutes. Two minutes later, is it time yet? It's not time yet, honey. You still got a long way to go. About two minutes later, is it time yet? So after about five times him saying that, my blood pressure is rising. I got all these other kids that need help with their homework. I got one kid that um, literally just would not sit still was just super nosy, was just kind of getting into everything in the room. I think I'm managing about 20 kids. My blood pressure is high. I'm like, you know what? Um, this ain't gonna work. I, I'm i literally about to go crazy. I'm talking way too much. I can't, you know, there's nothing I could do. Like I'm doing the best I can, but I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I remember leaving the job like every day. This is like, it was like about five, six hour job because it was part-time. And I remember I would literally leave the job and just wouldn't want to talk. I was done talking. I had talked so much with these kids every single day. I was like, I'm done. I cannot talk anymore. I'm literally like, I don't even want to talk. I just want to rest my mouth. I've been talking for these five, six hours. These kids ain't listening. And some of them are. And then you just got some that just want to try your patience. And you're like, are you really trying to do this right now? And they're not your kids. So you can't discipline them. And I was like, Jesus, 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 help me, Lord. Because I need you more than ever before. So, I mean, it was just one of them. It was, it was a lot of days. It was, it was so many days. Like that song goes, it's just one of them days. I think it's by Mary J. Blige. I had a lot of them days, Mary J. Blige. Let me tell you, I should have had your song on repeat when it, y'all, when you started saying that part. Cause it was just so many days. I was like, I don't know if I can do this no more. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Um, and then it would be crazy. Cause then when the parents come, they act all sweet. Like they didn't even cause you no problems. I'm like, you are so wrong because you know, you were just acting up 20 minutes ago. Oh my gosh. It was like a pain. 
Then I had this one kid. There was, I think, two kids. We would give them snack. And you know, you always got the few that are just greedy. I'm like, why are you so greedy? And they'd be like, can I get another snack? No, you can't. But then I realized that some of the kids, that was their only meal for the day, for the rest of the day. And they were hungry, you know? And I did feel bad for those. So anyways, I did middle school one time and I did, I did high school. So middle school, the kids are feeling themselves. You know, they feel like, hey, guys like girls, girls like guys. So then I have to start separating because now, you know, hands ain't on the table no more. Hands on the other person's body. I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? No, 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 no. This is not what's supposed to be going on. This is a school environment. I'm watching you guys. This will not be happening under my care. Then you got the high schoolers. They're about ready to be done, ready to start their college life, be an adult, and you know, their mouth a little bit too fresh. And you know, you guys just gotta put them back in line, like, whoa, so what you're not gonna do? And so some of their mouths were fresh, not with me per se, but I did see it with other teachers or some other teachers that were young like myself, they would kind of like joke around with them and some things I was just like, yeah, that ain't right to say, your mouth too slick, you need some hot sauce in it to like, you know, check yourself because um, hot sauce will definitely do the trick. You probably won't say what you were saying before. So it was just one of them things where I was like, this ain't gonna work. I cannot be a school teacher. I don't have the patience, but I appreciate all the educators out there that um, do have a calling or just enjoy being around kids like that because I, that's it's not for me it's not for me anyways we're moving on to um the next one which i think this is number 12 waiters with bad timing have you guys ever been out to a restaurant and the waiter is just so horrible at her job or his job i mean they're juggling too many tables and they forgot about your table i remember it was when i had went to a chili's they had just opened up I think they had been open up for about two weeks and the waiter was absolutely horrible. I was like, y'all just open up. Were you not trained right? We had our cups, we didn't get no straw. We had to ask for a straw. We couldn't find the waiter. The waiter was slacking hard. And I'm sorry, but guys, if I get a waiter that is not doing their job, guess what? They're not getting the money for it either. They're not getting a tip. And I know people will say, but that's how they make their money. Well, how about this? How about they learn how to have better customer service and then they'll get the correct tip. I don't believe that if you're psyching off on your job that you deserve to still get a tip. Like you're not even coming to check on me to make sure everything is good. I'm still trying to find you to place another order and you're nowhere to be found. If I have to call on another waiter to do your job, you, my friend, are slacking. Can't stand that. I cannot stand that. It's just such a pet peeve that just irks my soul it irks me so much like you're not being a great waiter right now what is going on so yeah another thing that i don't like or i can't stand that's a really big pet peeve is when friends change on you depending on who's around you they don't stay the same so you may have other people that come around and then they want to act different you're like i don't know this side of you but when did this side start coming out because we were just kicking it 20 minutes ago we were hanging out we were having a great time and all of a sudden you change I don't like, you know, uh, friends like that where they just change, you know, like a, a chameleon, right? They blend in wherever they're at to their environment. No, you should be the same throughout 365 days out the year. Not 200 of those days, but 365. So that's a big pet peeve I don't understand. I'm like, uh, let's not be like a chameleon and let's definitely not be like a light switch. You know what I mean? I need for you to get it together and figure out what it is that you're, you're trying to be. Another pet peeve I can't stand, this is number 14, is bad texters, right? Or Facebook Messenger chats where people take forever to respond back. So first of all, 
with Facebook Messenger, you done seen them online for about two hours, and all of a sudden you text them, and they don't text you back till about two, three hours later. Like, what is that? I don't understand. Like, if you don't want to talk to somebody, let them know, right? But don't just blatantly go that long without messaging the person back. Or, 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 this is a good one. Where you hang out with a friend, they're always on the phone texting, they're always on the phone, but then when you're not around and you text them, they seem to can't text you back, you know? This is one I've heard a lot of. I haven't really experienced this too much when it comes to Facebook Messenger and text message, but I did want to add this in because I know people experience it and I'm sorry for you guys and I don't think it should be that way. Um, so, yeah. That's a horrible one. I feel like if they do that to you, the flesh would tell me do the same thing back to them. But then you think about WWJD, what would Jesus do? The Lord would probably be like, I'd respond back and, you know, just listen, kill him with kindness. You know what I mean? Instead of uh, turn the other cheek and, you know, also uh, being petty, you know, because some people can be real petty. I know I can be, but yeah, can't stand that at all. Number 15. Oh, this one is something that I'm sure has occurred to every single one of us. Because let me tell you something. You can brush your teeth for long, long, long times. And you can brush the tongue for a long, long time. But at some point, you know, your breath is probably going to uh, start having a smell. Because it's either time to brush your teeth again. You probably ate maybe what you had, you know, eating tuna, whatever. And you just need some gum. My thing is always have gum with you no matter what. Wherever you're at because it's a it's a good emergency um Peace to always have in case you're out and about and, you know what I mean, let's say you're not with your toothbrush. It happens. We've all had the funky breath, okay? I'm not the only one that is going to say, hey, my breath has, you know, I felt caused me to almost faint. We've all had that at some point. So here's my thing. And they bring a toothbrush with you at all times or bring gum. I mean, you can brush your teeth and brush your tongue and hours later, it just, sometimes it just happens. It erupts, you know what I mean? And you're just like, oh my gosh, where's my gum? I don't have my toothbrush with me because I've been out for like hours, right? Six, seven hours. And you're like, hey, I just ate, made what you ate, you know, causes your breath to smell a certain way. But here's the thing. You, what I just described to you, you've realized what you've done. What I can't stand is when someone is speaking to you, and I know they know that their breath smells. They have to know their breath smells because everyone knows when their breath smells, unless you just don't have any type of sense of uh, smell. But if you do, you know when your breath smells and you know when you need to do something about it, right? You know that the breath is just twerking. I'm gonna need for you to handle the funk first before you continue interacting with me. That's when I do know. So get that together and taken care of because I don't understand how someone could just keep talking to me and it's just like their breath is normal, just, just fine. And I've had it happen a few times and a good way to get the other person to know that their breath smells is to kind of like rub your, rub your hand onto your nose, kind of keep doing it consistently, you know, every few seconds, do it again and again and again. And they should understand or what you could do is, oh, you know what? true story oh my goodness or should i say story time this literally happened i'm sure it happened more than once um i've had it where i've been talking to somebody and i literally excuse me guys um i had some notifications coming in because you're hearing that noise so anyways um I think I lost my train of thought. Oh, I've had it happen on several occasions where people will come talking to me with like bad breath and I will take out a piece of gum, right? And I will chew as well. I'm not going to be that, you know, rude and just give you a piece, but I'll pull out a piece of gum and then I'll actually, would you like a piece of gum? And guess what they say, guys? Just guess what they say. No, I'm good. In my mind, I'm saying, but you're not good. And you really want to just give it to them, but you're like, how do I tell them? 
in a nice way that your breath smells. I don't think there's any nice way to tell somebody that their breath smells. How do you tell somebody, listen? (laughs) So, girl, you really need this gum. Like, that's rude. Or, girl, just take the gum. Girl, you know, it's okay to have a, a, a piece of gum every now and then. Um, I don't think that's a good way to say it either. Because I'll be like, I'm good. I don't want to. I, I, there's no there's no way to just tell somebody their bread smells in a nice way. Unless you're really good friends with them, you're going to have to be like, listen, I'm going to need for you to put this gum in your mouth because your breath is funky. There's no easy way to say it. It's, it's pretty much like you just got to tell him. And if you don't know them good enough, vaya con Dios, right? God be with you. That's all I can say. That's how you say it in English. Uh, I, I don't know what else you can do. You just got to suffer through, hold your breath, or just make up some type of excuse. Listen, I got to use the bathroom. Listen, I got to get back to work. That way, y'all can go y'all separate ways. You can breathe, finally, fully, versus, you know, having to pretty much continue to suffer because of that person's breath. All right, moving on. Next is number 17, desperate people. Desperate people, right? We've all had a friend or two, or maybe you have been in this situation before where you were desperate, right? Um, you probably want to know, like, what do you mean when you say desperate? Let me explain. So it's when a person is so thirsty, they have become dehydrated. Now, we all know when we're outside in the hot baking sun, feel like you're about to turn into a raisin in about probably another few days if you stay out in the sun as hot as it is in your complexion. Listen, there's been times I'm like, oh Lord, it's so hot, I'm turned to a raisin or I'm gonna be looking like charcoal. I'm just saying, right? Because fair-skinned people get tans. I feel like blacker people, they just, you know, just get blacker. And I really feel sometimes like that's what is about to happen to me. Anyways, when you're out in the hot baking sun, all you wanna do is drink water, right? Because you are thirsty. And if you're out there working out and doing a lot of high intensity exercises or whatnot, you become what's called dehydrated, right? Because now you are so parched, which means your mouth is dry. You are seeking water, any type of water, because you are thirsty. You need something to quench your thirst, right? So it's kind of the same thing when you see a man and you're like, that guy looks good. Who is he, right? You don't know him, he doesn't know you, and maybe you tried to approach him and he just kind of shunned you off, looked at you, looked at you off, and didn't really pay too much attention to you, right? Or maybe you're just trying too hard to get his attention and it's not working, or maybe he knows that you like him, but he doesn't really like you like that, he's not really feeling you, but you're like, oh, he's gonna like me, and you do whatever you can to get his attention. That is called desperation at its finest. That is what you don't wanna do. That is when you're looking dehydrated. You're no longer thirsty. What's thirsty is where, hey, you're trying, and you're in this person's DMs, or you're messaging them, and they're not messaging you back. But when you're dehydrated, you're doing a little bit more. You know, now you're doing whatever you can to get with this person at all costs, no matter how embarrassing you look to him or others around you. What we don't want you to be is desperate. So what you need to do is not be that way. So instead of having the hashtag thirst is too real, you need to just relax, let it flow. Don't try too hard for someone to like you. If it's not flowing organically, leave it, drop it, 
there's always going to be fish in the sea. That one just wasn't the right one for you and you have to let it go. Yes, it's going to hurt. Especially if you really like that guy and you're like, oh my goodness, we look so cute and a whole bunch of pictures posted on Facebook, posted on Instagram. My family would approve. It's not always about the looks. It's about if there's a connection. But at the same time, you want the connection without looking thirsty or dehydrated. So ladies and gentlemen, this pertains to both ladies and men. Please do not be thirsty because sometimes the thirst is real and it doesn't look cute. And number 18, the last one out of all of them is when people don't know how to adjust to you being an adult, you know? Especially if you grew up in a neighborhood your whole entire life and as you grow, people still see you as this little kid, right? And you're looking like, I am definitely much older now. I'm an adult. I live on my own. I have my own family. Please stop treating me like a kid. Um, that's a huge pet peeve of mine because I don't like it. And I don't think anyone likes that as well, you know, or they're like, Oh, where's your parents? And you're like, listen, I don't know. I don't live with them. I didn't come with them to church. I don't know. There has to be a time where people start to see you as more than just a little kid that they knew about 15 years ago. Sometimes it takes for you to leave, move out of state, out of country, come back for them to actually see like, Oh yeah, this person actually done moved on up. Right. And it's not this little kid anymore. So that's another pet peeve of mine that I don't like. All in all, I listed 18 pet peeves. I know some of you guys can definitely, definitely relate to a few of them that I have mentioned. If not all of them, I'm sure one or two. So the thing is, we all have pet peeves. We all have things that we can't stand about other people. Maybe things about ourselves that you want to change. But here's the thing. Um, You are, you allow, uh, you're the one that kind of controls your behavior. So if there's something that you can't stand and you feel like you're going to go off on somebody, just walk away and think about that four acronyms that I mentioned earlier, the four letters that make up what would Jesus do? WWJD. What would he do? Think like that. Yes, the flesh is weak, but at the same time, we have to do what's right and do the right thing. And always think about, you know what? Is it really that serious to get this upset about this? Let it go. It's not that serious. Anyways, that was my 18 pet peeves on today's segment episode. I hope that you all enjoyed. Make sure that you tune in next Sunday for my next episode. And until then, bye guys and happy Sunday.